What's going on, big guy? What's happening? How you been? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Uh, can't complain. I uh, watched your show, The Watcher. Uh, you finished I, it? I did get to the end of it. I didn't like the end. Yeah. I didn't like the end. Um, good show. Didn't like the end. Yeah. Just, and I won't spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it, but I understand where they were going with it, but I wasn't a huge fan of yeah. it. And uh, speaking of not liking the end of things, what is going on with the Green Bay Packers right now? That they are a complete mess, an absolute mess. It's a mess. And we made our picks. I picked the Lions. Like, this is a spot for the Lions to get a win. They only had one win. I picked the Lions. I was like, I was pretty confident about it. Yeah, I wasn't even worried. I'm at the point now with Rodgers and Brady. It's time to throw the towel in. But week three or four, you can say, okay, these guys are they're starting off slow. They're going to come back. We're at week 10 coming up. These guys are done. Season's over. I don't care if the if the Bucks win the division at eight and eight or eight and seven, because they're everybody's about five hundred in that division. Yeah. But I think Rogers is done. I mean, wow. I know he's missing weapons, but he's done for this year. Meaning until he gets some weapons at receiver and can get some help around him, they're not doing anything. The defense isn't that great. The offense is sputtering. The Do you think it's just the receivers? Um, because Devontae Adams- lost Cobb. Lazard's hurt every week. He's questionable. Every time I yeah. go to put him in a line, oh, he's questionable. i got to wait till Sunday at 1 o'clock to find out if this guy's playing. Uh, Dobbs got hurt. They're down to Christian Watson. He's been hurt. I mean, honestly, it's part of it. Yeah. Who do they throw into? Everybody's hurt. That's true. I don't know. I only wonder just because Adams has doesn't seem to be making a difference in Las Vegas. It's not his statistics, though. No, I mean, he's, statistically, he's, statistic, he's, playing, he's playing. Yeah, he's playing He's so, playing good. He's getting catches. But it's like, I wonder if the problem is bigger. I mean, we saw years ago, we saw Greg Jennings leave. Aaron Rodgers picked up right where he left off. We saw Jordy Nelson leave. Aaron Rodgers picked up right where he's left off. He's had talented receivers in the past that have left. But he's also 39 years old. Um, and I'm wondering if there's a little more to this than just the departure of the receiver. Um, I, I don't know. They, they got problems. They're a bad football team. I was looking at some statistics and when you look, when you look at the Green Bay Packers, they rank 24th in the league right now in points per game. They have the 14th ranked offense in the National Football League, which is almost middle of the pack. I'm surprised it's even that. Yeah. Honestly. Exactly, because when you look at how bad they are, yeah. you would think it would even be worse. Right. And then their defense doesn't even rank in the top 20. So this is a team with problems that are more than just a receiver or a quarterback, which kind of leads me to a question. Put on your general manager hat for a minute. All right. You're the general manager of the Green Bay Packers. Do you start thinking, because last year or prior to this season, the Broncos had an offer on the table for Rodgers. And that offer was 2022, a first and second round pick. And in 2023, a first round pick. So two first round picks and a second round pick for Aaron Rodgers. Now, the Packers didn't take it. They signed him to a three-year, $150 million extension. If you're the general manager of the Green Bay Packers, do you start entertaining trade ideas again or do you stick with Rodgers? I'm sticking with them. I mean, Adams just left this year and they're having that down year. Um, it's Jordan Love, right? My Jordan. Yeah, Jordan Love. If you had somebody better sitting there waiting in the wings, Jordan Love has played some games here and there. I didn't like what I saw. I don't think the Packers do either. I don't think he's the answer. So if they're going to shop Rodgers, I think they got to have an option ready. Right. Now, unless they're going to tank this season and get a draft pick, a trade up, whatever, and they're going to get some rookie, great. But otherwise, no, I think it's just going to be a down year. 
I think if anything, he'll stay. And they're going to sign somebody, maybe a big tight end, maybe a big receiver, and try to get him just some help for next year. I think that's what they're going to do. I wouldn't do it as a general manager. If it was me, I would consider it strongly for this reason. And it didn't work out in Belichick's favor. So this might be a bad example to use. But Belichick, as Brady was approaching 40, said, if I can get value for Brady, let me get value. And, of course, that never happened. We, we know the story. But, right. but all the rumors that I've heard indicated that there was something there. I don't see Rodgers playing until he's 45. I think what Brady's doing is the exception, not the rule. He's 39 years old. If he played to 42, that would be considered playing long in the tooth, yeah. right? That's only three years away. Now, there's nothing I love about Jordan Love. So I'm not looking to go into the season with Jordan Love, but I am looking at what the Seattle Seahawks are doing. And I'm going, maybe that Geno Smith scenario. I can get multiple first-round picks. If I'd have taken the deal with Denver, I'd have had a second-round pick thrown in as well. I can build this football team. This team needs help on defense. This team needs help on offense. And it doesn't help that you have a quarterback in Rodgers who has a history of when things go bad, Rodgers starts pointing the finger of blame. I would look into taking what I could get for him. Again, I think there would be takers. And I do think that if you're – I mean, like if you have him in fantasy right now, you probably have benched him. And I know fantasy isn't an indication of of the real live on the game field and decisions you make for your team, but – He's playing that bad. Yeah, but I think it is. I mean, if you want to yeah. bench him, that means he's not scoring points. He's not scoring for points. you or for the for his team. So yeah. So I, I, I if it were me, I would, uh, I would consider benching him. I, I, I don't know, man. They got they got real problems there in yeah. Green Bay. They really do, and they owe him a lot of money fifty million a year for That's the my next problem. two As years. A franchise, you know, person and looking at my whole team, I don't want to pay any guy that much money. Yeah, I don't. Even if it's two in the Dolphins. Okay, two has had a great year. They win the Super Bowl this year. Okay, I don't want to pay two a $50 million. I'm good, Ben. But the problem I, is I don't that's want the market to. for quarterbacks I know. now. I just hate that's it. the problem. It takes away from all your other position players, and I think it hurts your team. And I think, as you can see, didn't sign Adams. And, yeah, Rodgers yeah. are getting $50 million and they suck. Yeah. Okay, I mean, and, you got and, your $50 million, but you still suck. Right, and I'm with you, and it, and it goes to you know that, that theory with Brady where Brady's always taking a little bit less. Yes. To try to keep players around him. But, you know, it's not the fault of the Packers. They no. tried to keep Adams. Adams wanted out. Yeah. And speaking of Tua, I got to tell you, you're a Dolphins fan. Oh, so yeah. I'm not even going to ask you if you're paying attention because I know <laughs> you are. Man, Tyree Kill isn't just playing lights out. He is setting NFL records. I think it's crazy that when you watch a game, he's wide open. It's not like he's Tua's getting this amazing one-handed catch. And he's, no, man, Tua's running seven yards away from the defender. Yeah. And then he's just, I mean, it's amazing. And the, like I said, the yards, it's just, he's on pace to break the record. I mean, two thousand. He's on pace, pace for 2,000 yards. Yes. it's And everybody talked when this move was made about how I remember having conversations with people. And this this just pertaining to the fantasy football side. But I remember having conversations with people like, dude, I don't know what to make a hill this year. Yeah. I don't even know where I want to draft him because... He's in Miami. He's got Tua. He doesn't have Mahomes anymore. And the only person who told us, don't worry, push all your chips to the center right. of the table and go all in was Tyreek Hill. And he was right. He said that Tua 
was going to get him the ball just as fine as Mahomes did. Right. He has. He made comments about how accurate of a passer Tua was. He is. Tyreek Hill, through nine games, has 1,104 <laughs> yards. That has never been done in the Super Bowl era, ever. Never right. been done. And to your point, on pace for a 2,000-yard season, his last game, he had 143 yards receiving off of seven receptions and a touchdown. Yes. It is insane what he is doing. 150-yard games are becoming a norm for him. A norm. That's like over 20 20 yards of reception. So he's catching, not only catching, he's not catching 80-yard bombs, Mm -mm. but he's catching plenty of 17, 20-yard catches and running them 25 to 30 yards before he's tackled. I think it's great, man. I think it's great. I, I love seeing it. I'm glad that him and Waddle are both healthy. But Tua's getting the ball out super fast. Oh, my gosh. It's and, crazy. And the thing, those guys are open. The offense is running like a machine. Jeff Wilson helps us a lot, not to get in a big Dolphin mm-hmm. talk here. But I think Jeff Wilson coming in adds another element to the running game that we didn't get with Chase Edmonds. Right. Mostert was bringing it. But I think now we got two guys that can kind of yep. bring it. I think Wilson's going to take over as more of the lead runner in the offense. And the, problem, and the problem with Wilson is um, right before the trade, when Christian McCaffrey got there, I cut him. <laughs> right. Well, that made sense. Because he I'm was like, be okay, well, he wasn't doing anything spectacular prior. Now Christian McCaffrey's there. Oh, he's done. So I don't have a need for Wilson. The waiver Did you get wire, him back? No, the waiver. No, of course not. One, right. of, the, one of the Hawks just swooped oh, yeah. right down and grabbed him. <laughs> and, and so now I'm in a situation where I'm going, okay, let me get this straight. The waiver wire is completely depleted of running backs. Oh, yeah. There's no one there. The guy that I had that was useless to me is now has some value. Um, Scored a touchdown just, first week he was there. This league <laughs> this year, and and we make predictions. You know, with with we don't really make predictions, but we tell people the guys we like, and, yeah. and we're like, hey, if you want to try these guys, try them. It's a segment we do. Sometimes we've been spot on. Sometimes we've been so wrong and yep. we've sucked. But this year has been impossible for it anybody. Is. To actually say, who would have thought yes. that Joe Mixon would have single-handedly probably had the greatest fantasy day of any running back in the history of football? Who would have thought that? Yes, five touchdowns. And it, I was sitting there. I didn't have him in my DraftKings lineup in our in our head-to-head yeah. with each other or in, a, in one of my main mm-hmm. lineups. And I'm just looking at my lineup going, well, my money's gone, man. Gone. I don't have this guy. These By 3 o'clock, like, this guy has 60 points, 55, 60 points. I'm yep. like... If you don't have him in, you're you're done. I mean, I don't oh care who you have later. I don't care if they have a 20-point game. You're done. Yeah. And I hate games like that in the NFL. It was like that when two weeks ago when Devontae Foreman had three touchdowns, A.J. Brown had three touchdowns. You're like, I don't have those two guys. Yep. Maybe it's my fault for not having them on the right week. Um, but, man, I hate it. But it's been a crazy year. It's been crazy. Crazy and, year. And, and like t- running backs, well, not to cut you off, from a standpoint of my regular team, I drafted Najee Harris and Javante Williams. Uh, I think uh, second and third, I believe, after yeah. Cup. Those guys aren't on my team. Mm-mm. They're on the bench or gone. I mean, Jonte Williams got hurt. I got Kenneth Walker and Damian Pierce. Yep. They've been in my lineup as my top two backs for four weeks now. Yep. I don't even have the guys I drafted. Kenneth Walker, you would have probably picked up off the waiver wire. I picked him up the way. I think I drafted Pierce. Yeah, and Pierce you probably drafted mid-round or oh, yeah, later. Eight, eight or nine, yeah. nine, something like that. That's what I'm saying. It's so crazy because, I mean, even just like you said, with, with, with some of these players, I mean, again, I'm looking at my lineup, I'm looking at quarterbacks, and I'm going, if you'd have told me three months ago 
that at any point of the season I would have considered playing Geno Smith. Yes. I would have said, <laughs> like, you know, the Patsy Klein song, crazy. <laughs> You've been laughing. But I'm considering it because the guy's playing great football. Yep. If you told me, hey, guys, I got news for you, um, you know, Geno Smith's going to be a better fantasy option than Aaron Rodgers. I would have said, you need to get this guy looked at. Yeah. He's hit his head somewhere. Something's wrong. No, he's absolutely telling the truth. It's crazy. And to your point about crazy up in the air NFL and crazy up in the air DraftKings, you talk about being angry, donating money. Uh, imagine you're playing in the room against the guy who not only drafted Mixon, but also decided to pick up Tyree Kill. Right. Now you're like, well, I've definitely donated my money because oh, yeah. between the two of them, they got almost 100 points. And, and so it's like, it, you can't compete. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. It's I like, hate those weeks. Yeah. What am I going to do? So at right. that point, like you said, you, you just want to turn it off because yep. you're just frustrated. Speaking also of uh, unpredictable, Jets and the Bills. I, I, I'm, I'm going to turn it, it over to you, man. Tell me your opinion. Crazy. When I saw this game, I was like, the same old Bills are back from 2021, 22, 21, basically. Yeah. This is the game that they lose. Nobody was hurt. They had the defensive injuries, but who doesn't? Yep. The Jets have lost a, a Brees Hall. I mean, give me a break. They've lost their best offensive player. Mm -hmm. So what? They beat the Bills. I mean, the Bills don't show up. Allen has a bad game. This is one of the games like they had last year. Like I said, when they won the division last year, it was only by like one game. And I think they were 10-6 and six or 11. And I can't remember the exact record, but this is the same old Bills type game. If they play one of these games in the playoffs – they're done. Yeah, I I'll tell you what you 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 might be right, my friend. And um, I hate I don't want anybody hurt, man. You know what I mean? Myself, my kids, football players. But I hope Josh Allen's got not playing for three or four weeks. Yeah, I mean I do. I mean I'm not going to lie to you. Well, you're a Dolphins fan. We're I mean, a Dolphins. We don't even play yeah. him until like week 15 or 16. So yeah. we got a ways to go. He'll be back by then. Yeah, yeah. you're looking at the division. I want to going... I want to get a game or two lead. I'll tell you, I I think the Bills got a prop and. I have a friend of mine um, who's a Bills fan. We talk football a lot. We talk to Bills a lot. And a lot of what we do is tongue in cheek. We joke. Was and he laugh. crying this week? Uh, he he was like, believe Down it or earth. not, he was kind of like, look, man, you it know, happens. It, it was one of those games. You know, <laughs> yeah. the Jets the Jets played well. They're a better football team than people think, and I agree with them. Yeah, they they are. are an improved team. But I think the Bills got a problem, and this is the problem I think the Bills have ran into. They don't have a running game. I was telling my buddy in the beginning of the year as we were ending the 2021 mm -hmm. season and we were coming into the 2022 season. And it was a joke, but but I'm going to show you where there was a little bit of an element of seriousness into it. And he kept saying, this is our year, man, to go to the Super yeah. Bowl. And I said, you're missing one thing. And he's like, well, what's that? I said, you're missing the thing you can have for a fourth-round pick. I said, trade us, get Zeke. Bring him the Buffalo. Now you got to run it. He'd laugh. Oh, we don't yeah. want Zeke. Now, obviously, I was being goofy there, but entertain this thought for a minute. If you look at the if 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 you look at the Buffalo Bills right now, okay, they are not playing. They they are thirteenth in the league in rushing offense in twenty twenty two through the whole season. At this point, and this is everybody on the team. They have 994 yards rushing through nine weeks. And Josh Allen has acquired 392 That's about of them. That's to say, he has to have right. that, yeah. So he has acquired over a third of their rushing yards, which means that the other two-thirds have only come from their running backs in the total amount of 602 yards. Right. That averages 66 yards a game you're getting yeah. from your back. That's not going to get it done. No. 
people talked about the playoff game with the Bills and their defense being exposed to Kansas City and maybe even in this game, a similar thing. Your defense is exposed when your offense scores too quickly or when you can't control the clock. Right. Dallas is winning games because we're controlling the clock, we're running the ball, we're limiting turnovers, and we're playing good defense. That is a formula for winning. And the Bills cannot run the football. And to me, I think that is a pretty big problem. There are four teams in the league right now that have better running games than the Buffalo Bills. The Bears, the Ravens, the Browns, and the Falcons. Wow. Okay, they all... I'm I'm just... Now, you you say, well, why are you just doing those four? I'm giving you a point that the Falcons have a better rushing attack. Right. They've ran for more yards, and I know some of that is Mariota, but But we've He doesn't have a crazy amount, Not a crazy amount, but we've already established that Josh Allen is their leading rusher. So these teams have more rushing yards than yeah. you. It's it's there's a problem. 100%. There is a big problem in Buffalo with the running game. 100%. The defense is on the field in any capacity too long. Like you said, they're going to be tired, they're going to make mistakes, and right now they got a boatload of injuries because of it. The secondary is hurting, a bunch of guys are out. That's causing a lot of problems. 100%. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I just want them to lose. I well, I'll <laughs> Sorry, tell you. Guys, that, to, I want them to lose. Please to, lose, Bill. To please, your point please. too, you know, to go back talk about just being unpredictable in a season. Who would have thought that when we when we did our predictions and and our predictions were similar to so many other people's? Oh yeah. We thought the AFC West was going to be the best division in probably all the NFL, but definitely in the AFC. Turns out it's probably one of the worst. Close. The East. In both conferences, NFC and AFC, probably are the best two divisions in football right now. I don't think anybody would have thought that. Yeah. I thought the Bills would would be very good. I thought Miami was going to be good. But I thought the Jets and the Patriots were both going to stink. Yeah. The Jets, they're they're actually playing like a playoff team. The whole division could be in the playoffs. The whole division. You can never count Belichick out. Right. Then if you go to the East, mathematically the commanders still have a chance. I'm 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 not trying to goof on the commanders, but I don't think yeah. anybody realistically thinks that they're going to make the playoffs. But as far as the Giants, Cowboys, and Eagles go, yeah, I mean right. they're they're right there. Yep. But I look at this Bills team. I, I I agree with you. They this was a game losing. It exposed something. With yeah. The Bills. They pressured Josh Allen too. Yep. I mean they put pressure on him like crazy. And uh, yeah, man, kudos to the Jets because and and you know to your point also. Um, I wanted to uh, just bring up, right now, um, you have, between their two their two backs, um, 12 carries, 76 yards, and a touchdown for Michael Carter, 13 for 48 for Robinson. Right. So the Jets were getting production on, yeah. that, on, on their run, and the Bills weren't. And, yeah. and, and, and I think even Robinson it's called a, pa- a touching, uh, uh, passing, receiving yeah, touchdown receiving. as well, and, and even though it's a passing game, and it is, Rushing still matters. It does, and 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 yep. it, that balance is extremely important. And I got to be honest with you, I'm looking at the Bills. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. You know our prediction about Miami winning is one I'm game hoping. closer. I'm so, hoping. You know, it's it. I yeah. saw the meme. I saw the meme yesterday. It was the greatest thing ever. It said, Belichick, five and four, last place in the division. Brady, four and five, first place in the division, the <laughs> luckiest guy on earth. I'm yep. like, oh, that is, it was great. That I mean, is if, if so you think true. about it, five and four, last place, four and five, first place. So true. That's the dramatic difference in, in these divisions. It's, <laughs> it's, it's all about winning in your division. Speaking of another, another game I wanted to go over, 
not really so much the score or anything, but are the Ravens back? What do you think about that? I, I think they are. I think the defense yeah. is finally coming on, not letting these teams come back like Miami came back. Mm-hmm. I don't see that happening again in one of these Ravens games. I think they're going to run away now, and I don't want to say it. I will have, my prediction will be wrong because yeah. I didn't predict them that great. But they're 6-3 and three in first place. I think they're going to run this division yep. out here. I really do. I made the prediction, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick by it, that I thought the Ravens were the best team in this division. I am not sold on the Cincinnati Bengals. I am not a Cincinnati Bengals hater, but I'm not sold on them. Um... I think everything fell perfectly into place last year for them to make the Super Bowl run. That division is not good, okay? The Browns are a mess. They're inconsistent. Browns are inconsistent. And and the Steelers are rebuilding. They're going to be another year or two, I think, in the gutter a little bit until they can figure it out. And and I'm not even going to fault that organization or even fault Tom or or even fault Tomlin because they've been so good for so long. They're going through a rebuild. It's prime for the Ravens to take it. It is. I think this division can be won, honestly, with a ten and seven, nine and eight, or or not nine and eight, maybe maybe eleven and six, ten and seven record. But I think that's more than doable yeah. for the Ravens. And I do think that Lamar's playing better, but in the big moments he's making the mistakes. So it's I used to say this about Tony Romo all the time. If you go back and you watch Tony Romo's games. For three and a half quarters, Romo yeah. was fantastic. And with four minutes left, he'd make a bonehead play. And right. unfortunately for him, that bonehead play was all that was talked about. Yes. But people forget that he threw for, you know, 305 and three touchdowns. It was the crucial interception that causes the game. That's a little bit of what's happening to Lamar. It is. Lamar's actually playing well, but he's making that bonehead play yeah. that you're going, oh man, and that's all that's talked about. Right. So I, I do think that to your to your question, I do think the Ravens um are the best team in this division. Yeah. I mean, they've I won the last division. two without Andrews. Andrews yeah. played like four snaps and was out this past week. He was out the whole week. Like I said, they lost Bateman. You got Kenyon Drake in there. Once again, yeah. Drake's going to another team looking like a superstar. He did it in Miami. Yep. Two touchdowns this week. I think they're a scary team Andrews gets healthy, you know what I mean. And if Deshaun Jackson, I know he already hurt her hamstring. Mm-hmm. If he got healthy and he was back and had some speed like he used to, they're they're going to be a crazy threat. I, yeah, I'll tell you, man. I mean, honestly, if I was the Baltimore Ravens, I probably would have made a push to try to go after OBJ. Absolutely, I, I would have because when he's healthy, he still got that that juice. Yeah. You know what I mean. And uh, I, 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 so I got one more thing on this. Go ahead. I'm starting to have nightmares, man. Come on, man. Like going to sleep, waking up in the middle of the night. You know why? And why I brought this up? I do not want the Dolphins to go back into Baltimore in a road game in the, in, in the playoffs. Oh, man. Yeah, it'd be tough. Dude. It'd be tough. Uh, that, that's one of the things. I mean, because the Ravens in the division, we could get a wild card possibly and Absolutely. have to go to Baltimore. I mean – Absolutely. That's, that's a nightmare scenario after what we did to them week mm-hmm. two. It's just going to be – It's hard to win uh, That's on the, the road, one man. place I don't want to go – because of that week two game, they would want to absolutely just yep. put us on stretchers and take us back on a plane. It's hard to go on the road, man. You want <laughs> yeah. to play at home as much as you can. The statistics bear it out, man. It's yep. hard to win on the road yep. no matter how you look at it. It's just, yeah, it, it's it's tough, man. I, I don't know. I uh, There were some shot games. I want to ask you a question. You were asking earlier if the, Dol- if the Ravens are back. What do you make of the Eagles? I had to go through their schedule, and I was like, there's no way they're going undefeated. 
And I was like, let me look at the schedule to see if I actually think that. Right. Commanders, Colts, Packers, Titans, Giants, Bears, Cowboys, Saints, Giants. I got them at 15-2. and two. That's where I, I think this is going to end. I don't see him losing to the Commanders, Colts, or Packers the next three. No. Titans could pull off a game. They got a good running game. They control the clock with Derrick Henry. Titans could beat them, but I don't think they will. I think he might have to do it, man. Your boys might have to beat this Eagles team, yeah. literally beat this Eagles team for their first loss in week 16, I believe. Yep. And then I'm hoping they don't need to play maybe and the Giants maybe beat them week 8, right. 17, and they go 15-2. and two. That's my call. They only they only lose the last game because of the arresting people. It's scary. I don't see him going undefeated. They're, they're, somebody's pulling, it's, pick, it's, somebody's it's picking tough, them off. Giants wants, Titans, or you guys will beat them. It's tough, man, but like you said, it's uh, it's the schedule. The schedule is a yeah. big part of it. I mean, we do have easy schedules that we play in this division. This is why I keep saying, you know, from a statistical standpoint, because no team seems to want to, you know, you got the Eagles and the Giants and the Cowboys, but, I mean, there's a lot of teams in that middle-of-the-pack range in commander country, you know, it, they play an easy schedule, too. Yeah. Now, I mean, if you're the Commanders, no game's easy because you are the easy team on people's schedules. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like They could sneak in a couple wins, too, so that plays a role, too. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I think that we have a very legitimate chance of beating them later in the season for the reasons I made in the in the previous podcast. They beat us by nine points with a backup quarterback. It's not to say they won't beat us again. But, yes, I, I think we're a team that's well-matched and a team that that could present problems for them. But i got to be honest with you, Jalen Hurts is much improved. Um, They have very good receivers on it. The Eagles are a good football team. i got to give credit where credit's due. They're playing good football. Um, I agree with you, though. It's Man, that is a very fortunate, favorable schedule. They could come in 14-0 to your house. They could. I would weigh the odds higher that they will than they won't, Mm -hmm. that they come into your house week 15 at the Cowboys 14-0. It, I'm telling it you, it could happen. It what, could a, happen. what a game! Oh, man, it you ain't lying, and man. The, and then it puts us in a situation where it almost makes it impossible for us at that point to win the division because yes. you would need them really to drop the last two, or depending on I mean, because I don't you guys think win. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't think we're going to win every game from here on out. Right. I think there's at least one more, two more losses. So yeah, man, if you're an Eagles fan, you got a lot to be excited about right now, and the schedule is uh, in your favor. Oh my God! It's it's absolutely bank insane. error in your favor, you, like hey, the old monopoly. Collect, what was it? Collect right. fifty dollars or whatever. Collect, collect two hundred as you pass. Go. <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> well, speaking of go, do we want to go to our picks and uh, talk about what we're going to yeah. be doing in our daily fantasy? So Thursday night, we got a barn burner. We got a barn burner, and this is for all the marbles. <laughs> we got the Atlanta Falcons on the road in Charlotte, North Carolina. Playing the Carolina Panthers and PJ Walker yep. has been named the starter Solid of this over. game, which yeah. is good because when I was looking at who I was going to pick and who oh, I dude. was going to talk about, I'm like, well, if Baker's in there, uh, that just eliminated probably every receiver on the Carolina Panthers. Yep. But uh, we want to start with our shy guy, or okay. do we want to start with our ride or die guy? We can do our shy guy. All right, let's start with the shy guy. So I'll I'll give you my shy guy. All right, if he's a flex. And and as a shy, I wouldn't even consider a captain. But as a flex, he's going to cost me eleven thousand eight hundred dollars. And for that price, I can't bring myself to do it. That's Cordell Patterson. Cordell, I'm going to stay away from. Him. Good player, talented player, and you know, true to form as it's been this year, unpredictable. This will be the game where he scores Joe Mixon five touchdowns. Right. <laughs> 
But it's too much for me for a guy that's only had five receptions through the six games he's played, and he's really touchdown dependent. He's touchdown dependent. Uh, the 40 or 50 yards rushing is great, but the problem is if he doesn't sneak in the touchdown, it's not worth me paying $11,800 out of my salary cap. So to me, I'm just going to shy away from Patterson, and say, and not to mention I don't like the goal lines because Mariota can sneak them right. in. I'm staying away from Patterson. That's my shy guy. Yeah. My shy, my shy guy, once again, I, I like these DSTs in some games. I don't like the Panthers here. The last four games, minus two, five, eight, and zero. That's what you got at them for DraftKings scoring. So they're basically not going to get you anything. I mean, it's it's a waste of money. Right. You might as well throw a kicker in. You could throw anybody in. It's going to get you five points. The backup receiver is going to get two receptions for 26 yeah. yards. I don't like having the Panthers in this game, mainly because the last game they played two weeks ago, 34-37, absolute shootout. I don't see any scenario where they're going to get you anything but negative scoring as the game progresses. Man. It's just get them out of your lineup. I wouldn't start either defense, but I wouldn't even start. I just wouldn't start the Panthers. I just think there's too much going on with Mariota running, Cordell Patterson running, Kyle Pitts. I think they're going to have enough scoring just to keep them out of your lineup. So in Frank the Tank's lineups for our showdown yep. segment, I'm not going to be seeing a defense, is what you're Not going to be seeing a defense, not this week. Well, I'll tell you who you might be seeing in mind. Because there's a guy that I am willing to give a try this week to. And it's a guy that a couple of weeks ago a lot of people were probably cutting. Saying, this guy's a flop. I can't believe I wasted a pick. And that's my man, old Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. $7,000 in DraftKings. 7000 Not a bad price. Not bad. Mm-mm. For a guy who has had 16 targets in the last two games. And to me, when I'm deciding who my try guy is going to be, who I'm going to put in my lineup, I'm looking at, How many targets are you getting? How many plays are you on the field? And what's your price? Yes. And in a game like this, Carolina is 21st against the pass. Their defense ranks 21st against the pass. This is a game where I could see Kyle Pitts coming in. Look, the last time they played Carolina this season, five receptions off nine targets for 80 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. I could see a similar performance here. For seven thousand, even if he doesn't get the take the the touchdown, if he can give me five receptions for eighty yards, that's thirteen points. I'll right. take thirteen points for seven grand. You know that this is the, again this is the showdown segment. Yeah, you know, this is limited One players. Game. Yeah, I like Pitts in this game. I think yeah. it's a fair price. He's a guy I'm going to roll with. I gotcha. I, I like Pitts. I'm going to try Terrence Marshall. Oh, okay. I don't. Mainly because Baker's out. Like you said, if Baker was in, I'm like, I don't want any receiver. Right. I mean, I don't, but I like Terrence Marshall. He's the clear-cut number two. With Robbie Anderson being traded, they don't throw to their tight end, Carolina. I just feel like with Terrence Marshall, last two games, 12.7, 14.3 fantasy points, it's great value to get him in your lineup. He's the number two. If DJ Moore doesn't get all the action, I think it goes Terrence Marshall. He's yeah. up and coming. Terrence Marshall's interesting because I started him. I picked him up in one of my home yeah. leagues. And I played him this past week because I had injuries. Bateman was out, <laughs> buys. And I put him in, and he didn't do much for me. And then he caught that touchdown, and he saved the day. But yep. he's been decent, to yeah. your point. I mean, he's a guy that definitely has upside. So the guy I'm going to ride or die with this week, I'm going to go ahead and put him in at my captain, guy I really like, Marcus Mariota. And, and, and before you look at me and go, are you crazy? You know, like I uh, won't when you see uh, my paper. Maybe hey, we'll see. I like Mariota this week again. 
Carolina's defense is 21st versus the pass. We've established that, right, when we were talking about Pitts. Here's what we didn't establish. We didn't establish the fact that Carolina's defense is 28th against the run. My shy guys, the defense? Uh, They're shy. I don't want them on the like, run, yep. right. So Mariota does both. And I really, really like Mariota's performance the last time this season he played Carolina, where he threw for 253 yards and not one, not two, but three touchdowns. He had 43 yards rushing in that game. To me, I, I know there's DJ Moore. I know there's um, Dante Foreman. I know there's PJ Walker, and they've all at times looked great. But the most trusted captain I have this week in this game that I think most of America says, why? Why was this game not flexed to something right. else? Because we don't want to watch this. I got to go with Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota. I I, I love him this week. You're going to love him. stole some of my thunder. I'm ride or die Marcus Mariota all too. Right. Week 8. This is not that long ago. But the, sh- the shot last game, 34-37. Yeah. 24.4 points. Yes. Like I said, the 253, I had the three touchdowns. He averages 34 rushing yards a game. Yep. Guess what? He's only got three rushing touchdowns, and he hasn't had one, I believe, for like two or three weeks. He hasn't Mm -hmm. had one. This is the week where he steals the rushing touchdowns from Cordell Patterson. That's why he's my ride or die. I think he gets in the end zone, not only passing, but I think he gets in rushing. I like it. That's why I have him as my captain. I I think they're going to not light him up, but... He's the safest play on the board. He is. Yep, he's the safest play on the board. He is the safest play. And, and, and I don't want to pay the money. I don't, I, you know, we always talk about the value and it, it, it costs more for the captain and you're getting more points into 15300 But I'm like, who yeah. else are you going to put at that captain spot? I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm going, I don't feel comfortable putting any of these other guys in yeah. there. Do I feel comfortable putting P.J. Walker in there? Well, I will if he throws three touchdowns. But again, I, you're talking about two bad teams. So what is the most likely? Well, the most likely is that a guy like Mariota, who's kind of been consistent, like yeah. you said, with 30-plus yards rushing a game, those rushing yards count. Yeah, they do. They count. You know, go ask Justin Fields' owner this past week. They'll tell you. Yeah. Rushing yards matter. So, yeah, I, I, I like Mariota. Now, in the game, who does Frank the Tank have? Because you made some bold predictions last week, and I yep. think you pulled ahead of me, unfortunately. Yeah, I More. pulled ahead of you, by yeah. <laughs> but, I'll go over them. Yeah, I, I actually think the Falcons are going to beat beat them. I, I I got the Falcons winning. I just think by a few points. It's not going to. I don't think it's going to be like the last game. I think it's going to be a little bit lower score, yeah. maybe in the twenties. I don't think you're getting a almost a forty forty game. Put but, me down for the 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 Falcons too. Falcons. I actually think they're they're getting sure. better as a football team. I think there's a lot of problems in Carolina right now. I really do. Yeah. Um. So now. Sunday's games. Sunday's get into Sunday's it. games. We're getting to the main slate. What we love. You want to do the picks first, and then the fantasy. Or the you want to do the Let's fantasy. do the picks this week. Then we'll get into the shy guys all right. and all that. Since you just picked the game, we both took the Falcons last week. I picked up some games. I am now eighty-two and forty-four. Uh, Big D is seventy-seven and forty-nine. I got you with the Lions, and I have it on my other paper, but there was another game you picked that I got you on as well. I was almost perfect. The only game I lost was Bills-Jets. Uh, I was perfect down the board with the Lions. Did I went, pick the Jets by any chance? i just wondering. I'd have to pull the sheet <laughs> no, out. But I I, you picked did. two other games. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, you I, picked two other games. I don't remember which ones they were. I had When I was checking, I was like, oh, I can't believe you picked them. But yeah. It was something. But, yeah, so we're we're, we're now five games separated. Yeah, you I got to pick, pick it, it up, up this week. This is the week, though. I got a good feeling. I think we're in London. Seahawks at the Bucks. 
This is a game. This is a pick. I mean, this is a pick them to me. Yeah. I don't care. This is. I hear what you're saying. Who I, do you I, got? I know. I got the Seahawks. I, I don't. <sighs> I don't see Tampa scoring. They can't score. They just yep. can't. They can't score. Yep. I, I can't do it. This I, is where I, I see, take the this, this is where this is where you're gonna force me to do something I don't want <laughs> to do pick, to because I up. have to catch up. So I was gonna be all in on Geno and the Seahawks, but now I'm gonna take a chance and I'm gonna say the Bucks because I think it's gonna be a close game and I need this to yeah. get back. So come on, Tom. Don't let me down, buddy. Hear do something here. Another great game. Vikings at the Bills. Want me to go first? Oh, you wanna go game. first? Uh I'll go first on this one. Okay. I'm actually gonna take the Vikings. I think Vikings. the Vikings upset the Bears. I'm going to put a little asterisk by this. <laughs> I have the Bills winning. Like it. I think that you're going to get Case Keenum coming this game, and they're going to do what they are supposed to do with the running game because Keenum's in there. You're going to see Singletary. You're going to see uh, the rookie they have yeah. in the game. I think the Bills win this game. Has Josh Allen been ruled out? He hasn't. Okay, but, but you I think, I he, think will he will be for at least a game, just just to save yeah. save them, hopefully. Yeah. So I got the Bills. <laughs> I think they're going to win the game, just because I don't think I'm not. A, I'm seven and one Vikings. <laughs> I am not sold. I the hear Commanders you. had their number last week. If Heineke doesn't throw that pick, I, I just I, I'm not a, I'm not I I'm not sold you. on the Vikings. I Lions at the Bears. I mean. I don't ever pick the Lions, so I'm going to stay true to form and go with the Bears. I, I have the Bears, too. Fields is just – they're not lighten beating Fields. He's lighten he's it lighting it up. Broncos are at the Titans. I think Broncos are coming off a bye. Yeah, I'm going to say that they can go back on their bye. I'm going to go ahead and take the Titans in this one. Okay, you're taking the, the Titans. Titans yeah, it's just not sold on the Broncos, man. I don't trust them. Yeah, I don't know if Tannehill's coming back. He's been out a couple of weeks. I, I don't trust the Broncos scoring. I, I don't mm-hmm. trust – I mean, their defense great, but – Derrick Henry's just the he's the beast. He's a beast. He, they control the clock. Yep. You know, I'm I'm going with I'm going with the Titans as well. Jags are at the Chiefs. This is this is actually one that I'm I'm gonna take the Chiefs, but I could see this game being closer than people think. I for whatever reason, I just think this game could be closer than people think, but I think the Chiefs win. I think the Chiefs win. The the funny thing is they're favored right now by nine and a half. I I would take no, that. They were favored by twelve and a half first Titans. I was just like, where who is coming up with the I don't know. Crazy. I, I would, but if I was going to bet on that, I would take that. Yeah, I, I would, would take, take that number. You're going to be able to in Maryland here in a couple of weeks. I know. I They're know. saying might might be right before Thanksgiving. That's I think, crazy. They, I was looking it up today. I guess they have a meeting on the 21st, mm. and they're going to say what licenses they approve. So, so first we cut the turkey, <laughs> then right. we get the dessert. Right. Then All you can right. bet on the Cowboys. <laughs> I love it. Texans are. I'm sorry, Browns. Almost missed it. Browns are at the Dolphins. I mean, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Yeah. Too much firepower on yeah. offense. Texans are at the Giants. I'm going to go with the Giants. Yeah, I got the Giants, too. I don't see it. Texans are playing better, though. They are playing better. They are playing better. Saints are at the Steelers. This is an interesting one to me. Um, I can tell you what I got I, if you I'm want. I'm going to have to go with the Saints, though, even though I'm, but I'm begrudgingly going with them because they don't generally tend to play that great on the road, and now you hear Michael Thomas is out for the year, but he hasn't been a factor. I'll go with the Saints. I, I have the Steelers. I, I think Whoa. Coming off the bye, I think they're going to be fresh. I actually like that they got rid of Claypool. I think it makes the offense a little bit more formed to where they know they got Pickens and they got Deontay Johnson. Mm-hmm. I think Deontay Johnson is going to have a strong finish to the year. I hope so. I yep. got him in a home league. Yep. Uh, Colts are at the Raiders. I'm going to go with in the doo-doo bowl of the week. I'm going to go with the Raiders. I have the Raiders as well. Colts, ain't, they're not scoring. This is the anybody. toilet bowl game of the week, dude. Who this wants to watch that? Yeah. Colts aren't scoring any points. No, they're terrible. They're and the Raiders, Even are, the Raiders are not scoring. No, and the Raiders are somewhere 
in between terrible and please don't ever let me see this again. Or they show up and they play like they're going to, uh, you know, crazy. Yeah. Or they don't show up at all. Right. I, don't, I don't get their whole team. Yeah, they're a mess. I circled you for the Cowboys beating the Packers as as well. Right, right, right. Oh, of course. All right. Of course. Me too. Cards are at the Rams. Uh, cards. I'm going to go with the Cards. They are better now that DeAndre Hopkins is back. They that are way better. That has changed their offense. It's helped Kyler Murray tremendously. The Rams have got to get better at some point. I took the Rams. Oh, okay. I like it. I like the teams coming with the bye. That's I think the I, one that's going to give me a jump. Yeah, and I'm sorry. They aren't coming with a bye. They played this past week, mm-hmm. right? They did. Yeah. They were on a bye the week prior. But I, I like the Rams. Yeah. Um, Chargers are at the 49ers. Oh, uh, Chargers at the 49ers. That's a tough one, man. But I think I'm going to go with the Niners. I think I'm going to go with the Niners. I'm with the Niners all oh, the way. Okay. The Chargers defense is horrible. Not I good. got some statistics in my other thing. We're gonna. It's yeah, the Chargers defense is yeah. horrible. Commanders are at the Eagles. Barn burner Monday night showdown. I mean, I don't even. You don't even need to ask me that question. You already know who I'm taking. All right, so we got a few different. We got a few. You might I, catch up. You might I, catch up. I will say this too. Uh, speaking of that Colts game, they got a new head coach now. Yeah. Uh, Frank Reich was fired, and yep. they brought in Jeff Saturday. I didn't even see. Was he even on the coaching staff? I want to say he's never coached the game. Is what I heard. <laughs> I haven't read a lot about it, but. I, what's the rush? I mean, you know, what's the rush? I mean, you got coordinators, you got people within the organization. Mm-hmm. Hey, they're in term. Yeah, it's week ten. They could be in term to the end and yeah. then figure out in the offseason. I don't think they, they rush that whole situation. I don't, yeah, that whole thing don't look super great to me. But I'll tell you what does look great to me, and that is when I look at these three players for my Sunday main slate oh, of games. Yeah. And I want to start off with my ride or die. All right, I'll go right behind you. Okay. You go. I'm just going to throw it out there, man. Justin Fields, $6,500. How he's $6,500 this week, I don't know. But my man is $6,500, and he is playing the Detroit Lions. Right. One of the worst defenses in the league. I said a while back, we were on doing this podcast. For people that have watched us the whole time, they know. I said, Matt Nagy was not using Justin Fields last year the way he should have been used. And he deserved to be fired because you, when you coach a team, you coach to the talent that you have. You, When Andy Dalton goes out with an injury last year and you bring in Justin Fields and you call the same type of right. game, I know you don't belong there. And I will give you some numbers to prove my point about my man, Justin Fields. Okay? In the last six games... Justin Fields has had 455 rushing yards. <laughs> 455 rushing yards. In 2021, with Matt Nagy as the head coach, Justin Fields played in 12 games. In 12 games, he had 420 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Okay? In 2022, with a different head coach, in nine games, he has 602 yards rushing and four touchdowns. Wow. In less games, more production because they are telling him, look, man, be you. If it's not there, run. Right. I watch these quarterbacks who can run, and they drop back, and they look, and they look, and they wait, and they wait, and then they try to run when they've got six people on them. Drop back. Boom, boom, not there, take off. These guys, Justin Fields is big, he's strong, he's fast. Use that to your advantage, and finally he is. And here's the beauty of it. He's going up against the 31st-ranked rush defense this week. He could have another 178-yard performance. I give the Lions credit for beating the Packers. They're still horrible. They're still horrible. Their defense is terrible. This is the same defense I've watched week in and week out 
who can't stop anybody, nobody. I think Justin Fields has a field day (laughs) against the Detroit Lions, and he's only 65 Hundred. We've bucks. talked about the prices and like why they stay at a certain price yes. for some players and they don't. Yes, I don't get it, man. I love it. I, I can't see where you go wrong. I, I no. can't see in any scenario where he doesn't have 20 points is like, close your eyes. Yeah, yeah. he's got 20 points. Okay, how much did he really have? 50, yeah. 40, 30? In every I mean, lineup I play in Daily Fantasy this week, Justin Fields is my quarterback. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm giving you... Right. For our big room. I'm giving you my I'm quarterback. giving you Joe Mixon. W- yes. I'm giving it to you. Here <laughs> he is. It will be <laughs> Justin Fields. I'm going to give you my Joe Mixon right here. <laughs> you have got to ride and die and start. I don't care what the price is. Christian McCaffrey versus the Chargers. 49ers coming off the bye. They're 4-4. Four and four. They must win this game. They're behind Seattle. Last two, just the last two weeks, I didn't dig any deeper because I already know the answer. Yeah. Last two weeks, the Chargers have allowed 201 rushing yards and two TDs. Week seven, the Chargers allowed 213 yards and two TDs. Christian McCaffrey is going to have a field day with ah. this Chargers defense. Not as, and I believe they lost one of their defensive tackles as well for the season. The Chargers in this last game, I don't know his name. I apologize. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey, there's no number you can't. If he's 10,000. Okay, yeah. now, you you have to get him in. You have to take some cheaper uh, receivers. He is going to light the Chargers up. I tell you, it's hard to go wrong with CMC, man, especially when he's running in a scheme designed by Kyle Shanahan, who's brilliant yep. when it comes to that, and who's had a history of just producing big-numbered running backs. And now you got a guy like CMC. That That's a good ride or die, man. I'll I mean, Cornell you. Patterson, last week, two touchdowns. And the beauty of having that's... a guy like – Justin Fields at a little bit of a cheaper price is you can still grab that CMC and throw and him in that lineup yep. with Justin Fields. You don't Fields. need Ooh. Josh Allen or Kyler right. Murray at seven, eight thousand. No, you just say fifteen hundred. That gives you McCaffrey. Absolutely, hundred percent. Absolutely, and then maybe maybe you take a chance on the tight end. You know, maybe you run with a Cole Clement this week. Cole Clement this week. Yeah, who, two touchdowns last absolutely, week. Absolutely right. You know, he's and he's playing. The Lions again. Yes. Like I hate this. I'm not trying to bash on Lions fans, but they give up points. They suck. The they give up points. Yep. So the try, right? Yep. The guy that I'm I'm looking at, and I'm like, man, I like the price. I like the upside. Do I want to give him a try? And this week, I think I do. And that's Juju Smith-Schuster. Kansas City Chiefs playing Jacksonville. Jacksonville is 22nd against the pass. Not good. Juju Smith-Schuster in the last two games has had 20 targets. He's yep. getting targeted 20 times in the last two games from Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes, and he's caught 17 of those balls for 212 yards and a touchdown. He's six grand. Wow. He's $6,000. Yeah. Right? So let's just say for the sake of conversation, okay, let's just say for the sake of conversation, we go the route we just said. We grab Justin Fields for 65. Let's just say Christian McCaffrey's 10. Okay, that puts us at 16.5. Now we grab a Juju as our receiver, right, that now puts us at 24. We've got three good options. Yes. And we still got 26000 left on our cap. Right. And we've got to do some finagling here. Yeah, but defenses are but, usually 2500 right, to 35. Right. You can take a cheaper right. defense. Maybe we take a maybe yeah. we take a run on a tight end at that 2500 right. price. The point being is this is the type of guy at a price playing against Jacksonville. Juju could easily have Seven receptions, 90 yards, and a touchdown in yeah. this game. And and you're getting him at a good 
price. Right. I like Juju this week. I think I think he's worth if if you want to, and I think in my lineup I will giving him a try. I got my try guy as somebody for a reason like you're talking about, like with Christian McCaffrey and those high prices. You want to get some couple of high price guys and Matthew Stafford. I'm gonna I might try him in a lineup. <laughs> it, it may seem like the dumbest thing ever. He's only fifty six hundred. Yeah. So he's almost a thousand cheaper than Fields. You get sometimes you just have to find room mm-hmm. if you want some studs in your lineup. I think you can try Christian McCaffrey. They're they're at home versus Arizona. Arizona is going to give them some points. Cup's going to get his yards. I think I think they have to win. They're three and five. It's a must win game. Yeah, must win game at home. They're chasing San Fran. They're chasing Seattle. They cannot lose this and go to three and six. Or their their season is over. They have to win this game, and that's the main reason. It's like Stafford needs to play out of his mind this week, yeah. or they're done. I, I agree, and and you know to your point about the Rams, I'm in a little bit of a situation in my home league because I got Daryl Henderson on the bench. I don't oh, even yeah, know how no reason. Yeah, I don't even know how he got there, but I I got him, and I'm like, well, I've got Stevenson on a buy, and I've got Mixon on a buy. Wow. So I'm going. Yeah. Well, I got to fill some something in. What do I do? And I'm. There's nothing on the waiver no, wire. There's nothing. There's nothing. No. So I'm sitting here going, what do I do? I mean, I do I run with Henderson this week? Is that the one week? we play each other? I think it might be. Well, I saw. I think it might be. <laughs> it's so funny. I logged on. Before you get too far away, I logged I on. I think it might be. I think I only had nine of my ten players going, and yeah. I was projected to beat you by 30. Yeah, Like, exactly. oh, I started to throw somebody in. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I had, like, nobody yeah. on by. I hadn't switched them around yet, but okay. I'm like, uh, I got to do something. So I think I did right before I got okay. here for the podcast. I switched them around. <laughs> but I think even switching them around, I'm only projected for, like, 120-some points. Yeah. But, again, it's I got my players are on buys. And, and again, yep. you got to roll with Daryl Henderson. Times are tough. You know Maybe this I mean? is it. Yeah. So speaking of this is it, I can tell you who's not going to be it for me well, this week. I got week. one too. You go ahead. Now, it's not because I don't like the player. It's not because he's a bad player. And it's not even because he doesn't have upside this week. Because he does. Because there's injuries at the receiver position. But I'm going to shy away from Austin Eckler. going to shy away from him. 49ers, number one ranked defense against the run. Yeah. Number one. Now, what Eckler might lack in rushing yards, he might make up for in receptions. So there is a there is that factor there. Window. He could come away with seven or yeah. eight receptions, and then PPR, that changes everything. Here's my problem. My problem is he's $8,400, right? I'm going to give you a couple of guys that are cheaper that I think have every bit as much upside or more. Travis Etienne, 7100 Yep. He's been lights out. Yeah, yeah. He's been lights out. Now, he's playing Kansas City. I, I get it. It could turn into a blowout. Maybe they have to abandon the run. But he catches the ball as well. How about Miles Sanders with the Eagles? You know who the Eagles play this week? The Commanders. See what I'm saying? Yep. Miles Sanders, plenty, possibly plenty of goal line opportunities. Mm-hmm. Miles Sanders could sneak in two touchdowns. How about Zeke is questionable? Yeah. Tony Pollard, Pollard is $6,500. This is a guy who's coming off of three touchdowns, right? Mass, yes. Yeah. Massive performance. Yep. Okay. How about this? David Montgomery is six thousand playing the Detroit Lions. Six thousand. So it's not that he's been quiet. Quiet. He's he's due. He's He's due. due. That's exactly what you just said is exactly what (laughs) I was getting ready to say. How many against the Lions Fields breaks that sixty yard run and gets knocked out of bounds at the two? Oh, yeah. That's David Montgomery country. It's it's opportunity and it's value. Yep. Six thousand playing one of the worst defenses in the league, the thirty first rank rush defense. To me, it's not anything with Eckler other than the asking price. Right. Not paying eighty four hundred 
for a guy that's facing the top rush defense, I'm out on Eckler. Yeah. I'm out. My shot guy this week, is it's it's a lot of the price is the biggest thing. And the same thing you just said, the other players you can get. Yep. Why would I pay this when I can pay this right. and get the same points? Same thing with my try with Matt Stafford. I got Kyler Murray as my shy going up against the Rams at SoFi Stadium, playing the Rams in a must-win game for really both teams. Mm-hmm. He's the third highest on the slate at 7,200. I can't put him in against at the Rams. Yeah. Uh, at twenty, He averages 21 points a game, and that's good. It's not bad, but he's always been at the highest point. Well, mm-hmm. he's quarterback three or four on the price list. I don't yeah. see them winning this game at the Rams. He had 16 points in week three yeah. at home versus the Rams. Yeah. And that was at home, week mm-hmm. three, early in the season. I don't think he gets 16 this week at the Rams. And you can get Tua for 6,700. That's what I'm saying. You can get yeah. Dak for 6,600, and you can get Fields for 6,500. Yep. I'm not paying 72 for Kyler on the yep. road versus the Rams when he only had put up 16 in week three at home. It's not happening. So to speak to your point, too, about his numbers in 16 week three, ever since Hopkins has come back, He's played better. Yes. Well, there's a little problem this week. Hopkins is going up against Ramsey, right? That's not to say Hopkins ain't going to have a good game because oh, yeah. he's getting a ton of targets. But to your point, if Ramsey can kind of blanket cover Hopkins and can decrease his amount of output, does that put Kyler back in that same category yep. he was in prior? Because I got him in a home league, and he's been disappointing to me the overwhelming majority Play of the year. Play him against me, will you, please? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> now, I will tell you this. One, there's two guys on that offense that I do like this week, though, for the reason I just said, and that's Rondell Moore and Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. Because I yeah. think they could get more of a target share because of Hopkins if, if he's going to be blanketed yeah. and if he's going to be you know shadowed by Jalen Ramsey. Um, but yeah, that's I agree with you 100% on um, Kyler Murray, man. I really do. He's I didn't even really think about that until you said it about him playing the Rams, but that's a good point because Hopkins has been his saving grace. That's been yes. the difference in him actually being a decent fantasy option now is because Hopkins yeah. can extend drives and the guy's been getting just so many targets a game. That's very interesting stuff. I... Yeah, I, I like it. So those those are our guys. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're giving you who we want to play, who we don't want to play. Guys, again, um, if you haven't, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you share us on your social media accounts. Tell your friends about us. Comment down below. Let us let us know who your ride or die, your try guy, and your shy guys are. We'd love to hear them. And, uh, Somebody again, give me the Joe Mixon, please, this week. Oh, Somebody give it to me. Man, it's going to be so tough Like <laughs> trying to fill this lineup this week because – it is. I was mad last week because I, I put my lineup in, and I'm like, I got a good lineup. Like, I was super happy yeah. with my lineup. And it's about 2, 30, 3 o'clock, halfway through the 1 o'clock games. And I'm like, okay, let me let me see where I'm at. You know, it's like that treat. I'm like, it's time to look. Yeah, yeah, let me see. And I look, and I'm like, one place from last. I'm like, okay. Ow. I'm like, you know yeah, what? Ow. I got it. I bet you I still got a couple guys that haven't yeah, played like 4 yet. o'clock. So I look, and I'm like, well, I only got one guy that hasn't played yet. And then I look at some of the teams that are ahead of me, and they got like two or three guys that haven't played yet. Right. So I'm like, ah. Oh. So I close everything down <laughs> on the computer, and then we get into the four o'clock games. And I'm like, all right, let me look again because maybe some things have changed. And I and it has. I'm in like fifth place, and I'm right. like, okay, boom, coming back. Now it's all coming back, right? Only I look at the first place guy, and he's got like a 97 point advantage over yes. me. Yes. Well, guess who he had? Joe Mixon. Yep. Bingo. Yep. 
And I'm just like, that's man. Thing, I saw it at three o'clock and he had mixing and this is on our head to head. Yeah. There's only like 20, uh, under 20 guys yeah. in it. I was like, I'm done. I mean, yep. you're not catching that guy you're not catching at that, that point. Guy. I don't you're care how many. And there was only two four o'clock games last week. Yep. So even if you had two guys, if you're down 90. Right. Exactly. What are the odds? Yeah. yeah. What are the odds? And, and that's the thing, man. And that's why I said, you know, it's just, it's so, it's so frustrating. And then I love to go into the like, so I, every week I'll play one of those rooms where there's like 10,000 people in there yeah. or whatever. Oh yeah. And you can win, you know, 10,000, a million, whatever. And I think this particular room, it was, it was more. It was a big room. It was a million-dollar room. And I look at the lineup of the guy who won. Yep. And I'm like, this dude either has the sports almanac, has sold his soul to the devil, or has somebody on the inside who's given him information. Right. Because every single player he played lit it up. And I'm like, all right, how did you know to start, you know, Johnny Winston? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you got him as the the just leftover guy with your, you know, I had 1400 left over on the salary cap and I threw him in and the guy had three touchdowns. And it just I'm like, why yep. do I never get that lucky, man? I don't get that why lucky. do I never get yep. that lucky? It just drives me yep. crazy. Oh, you'll see one of the and the captain showdown is exactly that. You'll have a guy that's $200 that you're like his first catch of the whole year and it's a catch for a 30-yard touchdown. You're like whatever, only 4% of the people have them, but those 4% <laughs> <laughs> or in that top part of the yep. money, you're like, I can't even catch up at no. this point. It's impossible to catch up. So you it's, know like, what, it's all risk-reward, but... You know what gets me on the Captain Showdown? And it's one of the reasons I struggle on it. So I generally do pretty well with like the guy I pick as my captain yeah. or some of the guys I take chances on. What gets me is I always pick too many players from one team. Oh, uh, really? So it's like, I look at the team and I'll totally disrespect the team. Like, let's just say it's... I'm just, I'm just throwing it out. Let's say it's the Eagles versus the Lions, right? right. I'm like, okay, the Eagles are going to blow this game out, right? So I'm not going to take the Lions yeah. serious. They're not going to do nothing, right? So four of my six players are going to be Eagles players, not yeah. Lions players. Well, then the problem with that is even though the Lions lose and they suck, you know, Josh Reynolds goes off or one yeah. of those guys that I don't put in and it's like the guy that beats me. You know, he had three Lions players, and I just, I'm like, I got to uh, balance see, I, it better. I got to learn to balance I've it better. I've seen so many games where someone has had five of players from one team and this one guy from another team. If it's one of those lopsided games, mm -hmm. it works. See, that messes it, me it up because now I'm thinking I should stick with what I was doing. Yeah, it works. It's <laughs> I think this past week, the Saints was, Kenyon Drake was the captain, the guy yeah. that won $500,000. Wow. It was Drake. I think he had Lamar Jackson, Justin Tucker, um, the Saints, I think it was just Olave and Jennings, a tight end, and there was maybe the Ravens defense. And that was the winning lineup. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Could you imagine? But it was just it wasn't nothing complicated. Drake Captain, Lamar Jackson, Tucker, defense, and then Olave and Jennings was his two Saints. And he won five hundred thousand dollars. It was the only lineup that had usually there's a bunch of guys with the same. That it was the only lineup that had that set of six players. I'm almost as jealous as the people in California who won the yes. two billion dollar Powerball. Only person that uh, you know who benefits there, the state. Mm -hmm. They're getting a billion dollars. Yep. The state's a getting. Billion. Billion. I, don't even get me started with the yep. tax thing. Yep. Everything <laughs> going on right now. But those things it, it drives me crazy. Yep. It's thirty nine percent federal tax, almost ten percent, almost ten percent state tax in California. Plus your federal tax is the very top, thirty seven, thirty nine percent. Imagine a now, though, you taxes. wake up and you got that ticket, and you're a billionaire. Oh, it's now. crazy. You're a billionaire, bro, and all you did was pick the right numbers. Or the computer picked it for you. Yeah, or the computer Most picked it Most likely the computer picked and it. And you are worth a 
billion dollars. Yep. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I don't know what I would do first, but hope I have that problem yeah. one day. You know what I mean? <laughs> because again, we've established if it's only thirty or forty million, we're not playing. Right? We're, right? we're not. We we're not that. interested in that. But you get up to a billion, you got our attention. So, guys, thanks for tuning in again. Uh, we love everybody that's watching, everybody that's supporting us. Um, we enjoy doing this, and we yep. thank you for watching us and going along for the ride. And uh, listen, till we meet again. That's right. From your boy Big D. And Frank the Tank. We are out. Out.